Uduwasha city, where the sun is a mirror and the moon a shadow. 800 years ago, the gates of death were broken by the Emperor Immortal. The five key bearers, however, had already unlocked them and walked right through. It is in Uduwasha city they dwell. Now, the ghost field breathes next to our reality, lit by the eternal flame of the well of Udu. It is a second skin, a place where thought and will struggle against gravity and light. In other places, the dead congregate in the ghost field, but in Uduwasha, the well city, the hell city, they fall straight into the flames. See its glittering districts, Chitichpur, where the rich plot to buy the horizon, Bundavest, where the refugees of two different nations flock, and Pasarhantu, the vertical maze of market and murder. And here is Udepat, where the ceaseless temple resides. Its inhabitants, a family, a snake, and a god. The temple has stood since before the gods of this world were forgotten. Watch as it turns the wheels of revolution. Welcome to Desperate Retune, an actual play podcast about people who take risks so they can survive against the odds. Welcome back, everybody, to Desperate Retune. Last session, we, we saw the crew mostly deal with the aftermath of the uh, attack on their temple. Um, among other things, we saw the temple try and regain their connection to the Chakravarti and their favor. Um, Miraz's father, Zajidan, got it into his head that he should commit some kind of uh, arcane ritual involving shedding his own body like, like a snakeskin to summon his majesty back because he thought that was the way to you know regain the the confidence of the uh, of the god we saw joan have a conversation with uh, her good friend madison frake about hunger and also meet one of abbas's friends the uh diabolist um he was a diabolist right i'm not making this up an infernalist, Bilal Mat. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, wow. I don't know why I thought... I, maybe diabolist is something different in this world. Um, mm. But yes, uh, we saw Joan interact with uh, Bilal Mat. Um, and we found out that Freya had been captured by, by the, the, the mysterious man known formerly as Peter Samhorse uh, or the crime lord Munna. Miraz attempted to uh, make it, make some sort of deal with his lawyer, uh, Hardil Subramanian, and that deal was definitely completely above board, nothing to worry about whatsoever, but certainly is going to complicate whatever you're going to do now, because you're about to try and get Freya out of... Um, Munna's hands. We did definitely also, by the way, find out that like um, Munna had invited one Lord Skarlock uh, of uh, Duskwall and formerly the Imperial City to visit him in Uduwasha. Uh, longtime players of Blades in the Dark may know uh, Lord Skarlock as the primary romance option uh, of the Blades in the Dark dating game. 
probably there are some people who also know him as like some kind of like man-eating vampire, but you know, uh, it, it's, re it's really the romance uh, that he stands out for. These are the broad strokes, uh, but we can, if anyone has anything. There was an inspection, the Imperial Inspector came. Yes, with, uh, Constance house. and Arti. Yes, with, house, with the house and Nexus by the temple to look for Freya. Also, uh, Abbas had opened the letter that Freya had left behind, and now he knows everything. Mm. Oh, yeah, we cut, we cut on that, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. We did. I would like not to delve overly long on, on Abbas revealing this in character, because I think it's just yeah. repeating information. Like, yes. Guys, I know everything. I think the one thing we don't know is where Freya is. Like, Abbas doesn't know that Abbas has like the rundown of like what Freya found out about Peter Samhurst, aka Munna, like all his uh, activities and so on. But like, mm. I don't think that includes like where he is, what the safe house might be, any of that. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. I know someone who might know though. Mm -hmm. And I think it is the esteemed lady in uh, Rose and Gold who might have some idea, considering we know Freya went there before she disappeared. That's true. That's true. I also think that uh, you do have some some people like who are on very good terms with you. Um, like you can get the Scotlanders to try and ask around. How much they know about it, I don't know. But like you are at plus three faction status with them, which means that they will like go very far for you um, if you ask them to. So there's something to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. I know who you should ask. Uh huh. I mean, if you want to have a scene with the lady, that could actually be cool because actually, I, I do actually vote for that. Like I think that yeah. would be interesting. But I, 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 we know someone who definitely knows where Freya is and who we have a great relationship with. Oh yeah. And uh, he, we have a great working relationship with him as well. So I think uh, Miraz would, as soon as he hears what uh, Abbas had to say, we kind of grab Abbas and like we'd, we're going to go have a meeting with Hardale right now. Get to the bottom of this. He's a lawyer. Um, I mean, did you not hear anything in the, I just said? He is, he is not our lawyer. He is, uh, he, he's, he's working for a criminal. No, no, he's a couple of clients. That's fine. But he is our lawyer. Like, I have the contract. Come on. Do you believe that uh, his client uh, confidentiality is going to extend to us? I, I hardly... Listen, he's a lawyer. He understands the law. I don't understand the law regarding contract law and so on. Listen. Either way, he knows what's going on. Let's go talk. To, let's go. Let's go speak to him. I'm, I'm sure we'll. we'll uh, listen, if I you don't want to come, if you don't want to come, that's fine. But I'm going to go. I think Vickers would cut in here, actually, and she would say, uh, "Miras, I know he's a lawyer and all, but more importantly, isn't he a Foundation member? How how far does that extend?" And I think she's asking you to like consider this from the point of view of you know like foundation loyalties mm -hmm. would yeah, he think... be more loyal to the foundation and to you than to his clients mm -hmm. i think miraz would open his mouth a little bit and he'd say well it it should yes it should hold a lot of water but i mean at least it would, and and thus far, I don't really know if uh, the 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 what he's basically trying to say is that he doesn't know if uh, Europeans have you know this have 
the necessary respect for the foundation's ethos. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh-huh. something you could lean on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so Vickers looks thoughtful and she says, well, I suppose you did grow up here, and I suppose you know Duasha rather well. I, I don't suppose it is the kind of city where anyone would betray their brother, really. And she thoughtfully drinks some tea, <laughs> and I think it becomes very clear to everyone that this is absolutely not the case. <laughs> Look, I don't mind talking with Agdil, but I think we shouldn't count on his loyalty. We, we bring him over here, and he'll talk to us whether he likes it or not. That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, we could get him here, that's true. All right, uh, I'll send a runner. I'll send a runner. All right, while you do that, I shall follow up on some leads. After all, I was quite concerned about Freya, and I... I have been trying my best to keep track of her. I at least know where she's been. And uh, mm. Vickers will give up and say, Am I appropriately dressed for a visit to Eschcloister? Mm. Are you dressed in your regular uniform? Yes. <laughs> no. Then no. <laughs> not because your uniform is not um, flashy enough, but because it's only tier one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is a very flashy neighborhood, right? So that's that's why Vickers is, is asking. But no, she is absolutely not. It is it is the entertainment district. It's where people be- wear their Sunday best. But mm-hmm. we don't really have a Sunday best, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, I think uh, Mira's is going to scratch his head a little bit mm-hmm. and say, maybe if you take the back entrance? Ah, yes. Well, that's where my associate finds the way in anyway. It's socks. I asked socks to keep an eye on her. <laughs> and obviously that's why I know where Freya went. Yeah. You you shouldn't go alone. Uh if I mean if cousin Joan wants to go, that'd be fine, but otherwise I don't know. I can't believe I'm saying this, but uh there's that really annoying uh the the man with the accent. Of course I shall bring Augustus. He's very knowledgeable of the area, but I suppose mm-hmm. we three shall go. Very good. <laughs> Vickers, Augustus, and Jones Excellent. at this like luxurious and decadent tea house is a great combination. Nothing can go wrong Def- here. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Definitely, absolutely fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess we're going there. Yeah, I think Vickers' angle actually would be she will not, uh, I realized, she will probably not be in her Ruthball uniform because we're going there in the role of like Freya's protectors. And it's well known that she stayed at the temple. So I think I'm actually going as, like, dressed as a priestess this time. Oh, okay. I think it just makes more sense, right? Because otherwise, why the fuck would they let us in? But the representative of the temple, it at least becomes clear what my connection to Freya is. So. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Um. <clears throat> I think that if you're heading to Ashcloister, I think the way that people will look at you is that they will assume you are the the kind of like leader of this little gang because you're definitely dressed most like, you know, some kind of like bohemian, you know, like fancy artsy type. Yeah. So just to, I don't know if we're starting with this scene, uh, if we're starting with Miras and, and Vickers' trip or if we're starting with the meeting with Hardil. Maybe we can cut back and forth, depending on how it goes. Yeah, but I think, just to paint the scene a little bit, right, Ash Cloister is this uh, very strange, like, it's the entertainment district, and it's also 
the ruins of an old monastery. So it's this very strange, like, old Cyclopean gigantic ruins of uh, what was probably once uh, some sort of holy site, maybe even before, like, the star fell here. There's these truly ancient mm-hmm. ruins, right? And then there's all of these figures among the ruins setting up plays and dances and whatnot. And I don't think Vickers has ever been here. I don't think any of us really have had much reason to go here. I used to go here back in the day, and I'm sure Abbas has had a long history here as well, observing the culture. Yeah, the people who are from here probably certainly did. I don't know if Joan has been here. Like, do the Railjacks go here on their time off? But you didn't come here as a Railjack, granted. Maybe maybe sometimes. Um, I feel like it's probably a little bit like far from where they usually hang out. Yeah. I feel like the entertainment is more like uniquely Ruvian, right? There are these like yeah, exactly. cultural things like operas and plays that rely on actual knowledge of their myths and history and stuff. So a lot of it's just incomprehensible to outsiders. So Vickers will definitely look like somewhat uncomfortable and out of place, uh, even more than, than usual. I suppose uh, she will turn to <laughs> Augustus, who is at least from here, and uh, ask him, like, and, and how much further to this, this particular establishment and this lady we're looking for? Ah, uh, mon ami, as you know, I am new to Hyruvia and Uduwasha. I have only recently washed up on these, these foreign shores. Yes, yes, but you're, you're a man of culture, Augustus. Please do remember that. Oh, no, he's a method actor. Yes. <laughs> we, we established that he was. Yeah. I'm playing off of it. See, he's a man of culture. Yeah. He understands these yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> ah, yes, 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 of course. Uh, merely another, another uh, uh, th- three minutes in this, in this direction. Oh, I, uh, not, of course, that uh, you would fail such a, such a, uh, a test, but um, p- perhaps you know of the 17, perhaps you know of the 17 classic styles of uh, Uduwashan theatre? Vickers fiddles a bit and, and says, well, no, I was never quite that good at reading the language. Most of what I read in Hadrathi is, is recipes, I'm afraid. Yeah, you can see his face fall a little bit. Yeah. And I think he says, Ah, uh, well, uh, mm, perhaps you are uh, conversant in um, the seven emotions of dance? Well, I feel better now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I think, much yeah, and I think he like nervously, yeah, he nervously kind of like scratches at his like eye patch because you know he can't actually see underneath it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's not so much a method actor that he's gonna you know gouge his eye out. Yeah, Vickers looks to to Joan. <laughs> um, do you have any sort of knowledge of dance or theatre or any anything of that sort? I feel to see entirely how it's relevant to us finding free. That's a good point. <laughs> she... uh, well, as you <laughs> you see the the. Um, I, unfortunately, the, the, the esteemed establishments to which we uh, we, we intend to uh, attend, and the, um, the the esteemed lady whose acquaintance we intend to make, she is very particular. Uh, it is it, um, how shall I say? Um, one cannot. Uh, 
she may not see us if we do not display enough culture. Well, we are going to tea house, are we not? I think between the two of us, we know quite enough about tea. <laughs> oh, <yeah. looking> at... <laughs> Great. Yeah, that, that's, that's enough. Yeah, because what was the place called? The Chipped Cup, right? Yeah. So I guess we enter. And I honestly forget how this was described the last time, but I remember it as being like very decadent. Correct me if I'm wrong. It is very decadent. The the place that the uh, the 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 people who are familiar with go is not uh, the same as the kind of more the people who are on the inside have a very different view of the of the chipped cup because that's where you get access and like if you want to see the esteemed lady and like try and like get her to be real with you you will have to like get in there if you want to make an appointment well that's impossible she's booked up several months in advance at a time yeah. But even in that case, you would like she would meet you as a professional, not as like Freya's friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously we. This is the complication, right? We still kind of need to keep this somewhat subtle. We can't just barge in and be like, "Yeah, Freya's been kidnapped yeah. by a crime lord." Yeah, how do we go about making contact with her? That's actually a very good question. I think that like, a it's entirely possible that there is a Roofball fan of yours who is present here, whom you could try and prevail upon, whether or not. Like, we could see how that would go, and we could see whether that would, like, uh, become complicated. Um, yep. I actually have one idea. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I have an idea now, too, but go ahead and say yours. So, several sessions ago, we introduced a complication that I never remembered, which is that the Severosi nail at the, at the, at the, the other tea shop was going to uh-huh. come find you, and she never did. Um, yep. <clears throat> but it's possible she's here, and she remembers you, but not necessarily in a happy fashion. Aha, uh-huh. excellent. I was uh, in my priestly garbs then as well. I remember this distinctly. Yes, you are. So. Yeah, so she could be around. Mm-hmm. Um, those are, I think, like the, ma- the two main things. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I think Vickers will see this like luxurious and decadent atmosphere around her. You're like the smoke in the air, the, the cushions. This, like, this place, I mean, it, it speaks of luxury, right? But it also reeks of espionage because that's yes. the kind of environment that it is and so i think vickers will straighten her back like try to look as as good as possible um Mm -hmm. and she will walk forth towards a a member of the staff and she will say like i have words from the ceaseless temple the wheel turns for the lady (laughs) and she will just say a mysterious (laughs) spy sounding phrase Incredible. Okay. Um, we'll we'll see what happens, right? The wheel turns for the lady. They they should know what that means, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. You know, Uh I think you should roll. Uh Uh-huh. Um this is risky. The -hmm. risk here is not that it means nothing. The risk here is that it means something you don't want it to mean. Yes, of course. Um but it could work in that like the message will go through. I think with standard effect. It will go through to uh, the lady that there is someone from the temple who is looking. Yeah. Right. And who has some important message. Yeah. yeah. The risk is that it's a straight up death threat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. It could be. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not good at spy phrases. Okay. Vickers is just trying to blend in. This is how people talk here. Get with it. Get with the. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh-huh. And this um, seems. Um, this seems like a consort, like you're kind of yeah. like uh, mm-hmm. relying on your uh, heritage or background. Yeah, risky standard. Can Joan assist me in some way? Hmm. Well, I'm not going to say anything extra. 
because mm-hmm. I feel like that would be diluting. Yeah, um, the, the espionage, yes. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I, I, the way I was going to approach this, if you didn't, would be to make it clear, very clear, that we are direct friends of Freya. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we are going to... Did Freya, like, have any possessions at the temple at the time that we left? Um, um good question. I mean, hmm. uh, clapping okay. to this. Thank you. Well, for one, the ghost key. She left a copy of that behind. Yes, but she did. I don't know. How, I don't know how people like would know that that's hers, mm. though. So it's maybe not the best possession. Uh, Abbas yeah, that, right? Uh, actually, I think Adma Priya has it. <laughs> but... No, well, we got it yes. off her. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Abbas says that. I think there's also like I don't know, a few pieces, a few, some clothes, a few books, and so on. I guess. Yeah. Actually, you know true. what? I think I think I'll just ha- have like something from the kingfisher's lair that we took. Mm. Yeah, I'll have that like prominently displayed, like maybe a necklace or something. Yeah, and because the silver nail is here, I'm gonna angle for a devil's bargain. I'm gonna ask if there is one because I think it's fun. Yeah, um, I think that uh, what was it that you said? Uh, the wheel, tu- the the wheel turns for the lady. Yeah. Okay, uh, Abbas is not here, right? No, and we, we established with Abbas that the wheel turns means like some vague change is coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's basically... So I think, I think that it's possible that mm-hmm. uh, Abbas has even forgotten this. But again, as part of the reawakening of like the, the cities remembering him, mm-hmm. it's possible that he once did like some light terrorism um, and then left a calling card along the lines of the wheel turns and um the severosi guard whose name i will recall like any any second now it's going to disappear in my mind knows this so like when you say this the reason that she immediately goes wait a second is that uh you're actually unknowingly referring to like um like some act of violence against like maybe even something like severosi adjacent in uduasha as part of um so because Abbas's reputation has resurfaced, I'm basically like yeah. drawing attention to it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, fair enough. I will take it. And I will also push myself for great effect, I think. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and what I want with great. great effect, just to clarify what that is, is yes. yeah. with standard effect, like a message gets through and all. But I think with great effect, I want to actually intrigue the lady. I want her to actually like think that Vickers sure. is interesting. In, yes. Like, not yeah, necessarily absolutely. threatening, but you know, I would like to work with you because you seem appealing or yeah. what's the word like interesting i guess i had a cooler no word no interesting is great yeah absolutely mm. yeah intriguing yeah intriguing I wow guess. oh it's very important that devil's bargain is what like yes i think um okay i roll a two a one a two and a five and i succeed with great effect but with some consequence but you will get the consequence okay mm-hmm. um just give me one second and uh feel free to cut this or keep it in but i am actually like gonna try and locate in our previous recording, what the name I gave this woman is, just so like I can, like, na- nail her down in my head. No, we never named her. Maybe we. Yeah. We never okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe I named her in my notes. I think what happened is that I named her in my notes. Then that those notes disappear. Okay, it's fine. Um, well, then you can just rename her now. Yes. Okay. So I think she. So this is what happens first. 
the mm -hmm. the lady does as you say like not just like the message doesn't just get through but it gets through in an interesting way and the way that this happens is that this silver nail uh and we should give her a name did we ever decide what kind of cultures went into severosi like french French, yes, because French. Augustus came to be Severus. Yes, team. correct, Augustus. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not oh. Mongolian horse, it's the French paladins no, in this the French universe. paladins, yes, correct. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, her name is uh, Marie-Joanne. Um, <laughs> she's Marie got two names, because she's, yeah, she's, <laughs> uh -huh. she's that, she's that uh, uh -huh. exciting. Um, so, but, so she, she is, is one of... <laughs> uh -huh. yes. Oh, I hate this. Uh, uh -huh. For the listener, Clow has spelt it M A R I J U A N. Yes, Marijuan. So, <laughs> Marijuan, yes. Uh -huh. uh, Marijuan is someone who does have, and this is very rare, right? It's very hard to get, but she does have the ear of the, of the lady. Um, mm -hmm. She doesn't have the protection of the lady. There is exactly one person who has that, that's Freya. Um, but like, you know, the kind of person that the lady like takes somewhat seriously, yeah. you know, goes to for advice, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the reason that you gain the lady's attention is that Mary Joanne comes out of like the inner bar where like Freya had earlier met the lady and spots you as you say, oh, the wheel turns yeah. and says, um, I think, by the way, Vickers uh, was not planning this terribly carefully, so you know, she acted like she knew what she's doing, but she just said it to a random person that, yes, that yeah, looked yeah. like they're connected and espionage So it's good yeah, that she was overheard, absolutely. because she probably said it to yeah. someone completely useless. Uh -huh. No, this person is looking at you like, what the fuck is going on? You know, yes. like, uh -huh. I bet you know what this is, is this person is actually waiting for someone to come yeah. up to them and say a weird phrase, but this is not the phrase they're expecting. Oh. So this is very like, wait a second. Yep. Mm -hmm. are, are you someone else? Did the messages get crossed? No, you just, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Madjuan comes out and says, um, oh, it's Victoria. I've been meaning to look you up and uh, friends. And then Augustus, you yeah. see, immediately uh -huh. goes oh shit an actual severosi person yeah. i don't think i can keep up my act uh -huh. in front of like an authentic yes. severosi uh -huh. um yes wait why doesn't this person have a french accent uh -huh. <laughs> because uh she didn't have a french accent when i voiced her the last time no and also maybe she's just maybe she's just good at languages um, yeah maybe she uh -huh. is yes uh vickers will like having just taken a seat with the aim to look mysterious, get back up again and just look kind of awkward. And she'll say, oh, oh, yes, well, lovely to see you again. I'm so sorry about the circumstances of our last meeting. And her whole like, I am a cool, suave spy immediately falls apart as she yep. still is not happy about the circumstances of the last meeting where everyone made fools yeah. out of themselves. Yeah. And I think Marijuan like will say this is part of the risky consequence, right? Mm -hmm. Which is that she will say out loud, "Oh yes, uh, you know the way that your sister just uh, fell apart in front of, and nobody could understand what her uh, girlfriend was saying." And then like, and then she looks at Joan and says, "And did you go mad over some tea?" And you can see the mood in the room immediately go. Um, Oh, these people aren't cool. They're squares. Uh -huh. 
Uh-huh. No, I don't think it's that these people aren't cool. They're squares. I think the the mood would rather be like, oh, this sounds amusing, <laughs> right? Like, I think this is the kind of vibe of the place where they're like, no, sure. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah. But they're not going to take you seriously. This is like, yeah. oh, okay, fine. But like, yeah. So, I think what what happens now is that you're going to have to like she will let you um uh if you ask her, she's going to make sure the lady can meet you. But the lady will also think of you as like country bumpkins. Uh-huh. Um, yes. And so I think uh, she will say, what a, what, a, what a surprise to see you here. Is there anything that you're looking for? And then she kind of like waggles her eyebrows as if to be, you know, like, yeah. can I help you with like something well, illicit? As a matter of fact, there, there are some, we, we do have some business here. Um, <clears throat> It's uh, <laughs> this is going to sound so wrong in context, but I guess Vickers will still say it. like it's mm-hmm. rather a, a private matter that must be discussed with. Uh, well, you heard the code phrase, <laughs> and I think uh, yeah, she's gonna assume exactly the wrong thing, which is that she says, um, "Oh, I see," and then like she puts some dots together and she says. And uh, so, Abbas, what was your like? What was your code name back when you were, you know, doing this kind of thing? We established that it was the Viper, right? Uh-huh. Yes, it was the Viper. Yeah, correct. Uh-huh. And she kind of leaves and says, "Doing the Viper's bidding. Oh, that's that's a, that's really quite something, isn't it?" And then, like again, in this bar, and like I'm imagining this, <laughs> like, um, uh-huh. this is a scene straight out of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. If Tinker yeah. Tailor Soldier Spy was like. Slightly more James Bond cool and slightly less, you know, uh-huh. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy cool. But, you know, that kind of vibe. Um, and so everyone in the room goes, oh, yes, I had heard the Viper was back. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh-huh. Oh, there were actually, like, this is, and now they're all looking at you like, you know the Viper? Ooh. Uh-huh. So if this means heat, we're going, I'm going to resist it. If it doesn't mean heat, but rather just people making funny assumptions about Vickers, I will not resist no, it. No, no, it's, yeah, it's not heat because... Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. None of these people um, are interested in the Viper now. This is like old gossip. Right? Yeah. Like if the Viper was to blow something up tomorrow, uh-huh. then, you know. Yes. Um, but mm-hmm. she basically assumes that what you're here now to mm-hmm. do is like find terrorist connections. And this is the kind of place you can do that. So it's not a bad assumption on her part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So there is this absolutely like it, it's not that it's heat that it will spill out, but people people start to assume a lot of very strange things about us. That's perfect. Yes. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Vickers is like, well, um, if an appointment can be made, I should be so glad of it. And in the meantime, well, I suppose we could uh, have a chat or else, uh, you know, I could uh, administer the, the blessings. <laughs> the reason that Silverne was interested in us was yes. she actually like, liked our temple. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, and she says... I, I could bless her maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she says, administering blessings now, that's very bold, and a married woman, too. Mm. Uh, and then she says, uh, you know, I think that I, a friend might be interested in meeting you, but, uh, and then she looks at Joan, and, like, she can tell that Augustus is very nervous, and she yeah. says, um, perhaps your friend's Okay, what the hell? They can join so long as this one stays next to me. And then she like walks up uh, to Joan and like is like, okay, now you and I we're gonna hang out. Um, uh-huh. And okay. 
she's gonna try and get under his, your skin, but you know. But mm-hmm. she will like she's bought you about ten minutes with the lady. Yep. Um, and uh, I will I will shoot a glance to Augustus, and I think we'll see Vickers extremely efficiently use the roofball hand signals to try to convey to him what he should do. <laughs> but of course, they're not really meant for espionage and like pre- assume a cover identity. So I'm I'm going to communicate something pretty incomprehensible to him as instructions, and uh, yes, we'll see what he makes of it. Yeah. Um... Okay, and you get again um, okay. shown into this inner, you know, bar. The lady is currently like performing, so I think it takes a little while for her to like finish her show, um, mm-hmm. and then like come out. But like you get like plied with some drinks, and you, you know, you, like they're treating you well at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I, and I think that like by the time she comes out, uh, she is still kind of like in her performance gear. It's not that she's. Um, completely like back into like whatever her civilian clothes are it's rather that she is um this is the break between like shows yeah Yeah. and this is a she looks pretty dazzling i'm guessing if she's in her performer clothes so yeah oh man what does she look like give me a second let me think about this uh what was the image you had uh zoheb um when you pitched this I mean, the rose and gold is in the name, right? So I, I imagine oh, yeah, that for sure. she, she yeah. wears like pink and gold, which is pretty ostentatious. That's not. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a second. There you go. Thank you. Excellent. Yes. Very good. So you see, you know, I think this is like something like the red sashes, which is to say the same elements of the sash, the robe, the, the flowiness, which the red sashes have kind of like, especially the. Um, Rising moon style, not the rising moon, the falling star style, the, 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 the more traditional style, have turned into a, uh, a, a violent art form. She uses more um, sensually and more, um, more like to project a sense of mystique. And, th- and that is what she is projecting to you right now. And you can see everyone in the room is aware of her. Some people are pretending to be too cool for her. They are not. I think Vickers will get even more like overwhelmed with all of this because she's not cut out for spy games. This is definitely not yep. her her uh, area. How, how does Joan react to suddenly being like with the most important person in the room? Out of curiosity, mm, I think I think Joan uh, reacts very depressed, which is like which outwardly might seem like not a lot of reaction. Wait, depressed or suppressed? Yes. Okay. <laughs> As That's... a general vibe that is going yeah. around, you know? <laughs> it's an interesting um, reaction. What is the depression a result of? I think uh, of her general, like, her general vibe. Not, okay. of, not of the Lady of Rose and Gold, but, like, yeah. Joan as a person yeah. with, with lots of mental difficulties might not uh, okay. uh, react yeah. to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. this is yeah. not your, this is not your uh, typical area. Yeah, absolutely. So we're both kind of out of our comfort zone here. Yeah, I think she, she on the outside, looks grumpy and standoffish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I think Vickers will uh, raise her teacup and, like, taste the tea a little bit. And so the idea was we needed to communicate with her in private, but right now we're not. Right now we have an audience. Yeah. Yeah. You do have an audience that is mm. very aware of everything that she's doing. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. So I think uh, once again, Vickers will have to do her best to speak in spy talk. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, I think 
she will make a gesture towards whatever like item of Freya's that Joan brought and will say, well, so lovely to see you. I've heard actually very little about you, but I do believe we have a mutual friend and well, I thought I should meet you, seeing how, how she's told me so much about you. She says immediately contradicting herself. Yes, indeed. Um, and I think... Being a spy is hard. Yes, being a spy is being very hard. Being a spy is hard. Yes. Never let anyone tell you otherwise, especially not spies. Yeah. Um, she merely raises an eyebrow and says... Um, I'm afraid I don't have the pleasure. And Marijuan says, uh, oh, she's uh, from that temple I was telling you about. You know, yes, snakes, yes. whales. Sorry. Sorry, introductions. Yes. She says in the middle of the spy games, like sets down her coming. Uh, Victoria Evangeline Chakraborty. Um, and, and this is Cousin Joan. Because <laughs> I don't know, does Joan even have a surname? <laughs> She probably has, but I've never, I've never written it down anywhere. No, it's <laughs> incredibly unclear. <laughs> yep, now I'm imagining the Scovlanders are like the Icelanders and just don't have surnames, but only patronymics. Yeah, Joe, Joe, yeah. Joe's yeah. not here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Augustus Khan is trying very hard not to say anything, yes. but, you know, in the face of the esteemed lady, is forced to say, Oh, yes, uh, motto, um, no, <clears throat> monsieur, monsieur. Uh, Augustus Khan. <laughs> I will. I will make quick yeah. gestures at him, and I think now my plan for him will become clear to the hand gestures. Uh-huh. I think, since it was invoked, he should pretend to be like my sister's girlfriend and speak only in an incomprehensible <laughs> dialect of Severosi that no one understands. Excellent. Okay. Great. So, Fantastic. And very, very good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, you know, you expect him to say something with the accent, but instead he will just say something in garbled fake Severosi. <laughs> Pretend uh, he speaks a dialect. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. So instead, it's like how in, uh, what's the Tarantino film with Christoph Waltz? Yeah. The first one. The one where, like, they appear to be speaking some incredibly arcane German. That's the reason. Inglorious Bastards? Inglorious Bastards, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Augustus Card would say something like, <laughs> Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep, very good. Uh, anyway, uh, I have introduced myself and Joan. And uh, also... Yes introduce like you know we're talking about freya i think we could communicate at least that much by yes holding absolutely whatever it is of her of her item i think what would be cool uh I'm, I'm establishing a bit of a thing about your character now chloe but i think what would be cool here is if we have something that freya was wearing like a hair ribbon or something that is like fancier than what she usually wears because it's a gift from the lady i think that would be cool in this situation yeah maybe the last time she was here uh, indulging her vice she got a little, uh, I think it's an anklet. Yeah, perfect. So an mm-hmm. anklet, which is normally out of character for Freya, um, but it's like an obvious tie to this place, right? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's out of character. It's just that uh, she owns practically nothing, yeah. generally. True. <laughs> but this is one of the few yeah. things she owns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a perfect kind of subtle symbol then, because you know Freya doesn't show this off everywhere, but the esteemed lady would know about it since... So, so do you talk about our our friend and then like subtly reveal the anklet? Tastefully. Uh, 
I yeah, I think. Hmm. I suppose I do, and I wonder the subtle way to reveal it. Right? Is Joan just wearing it? Because that would be the. Uh, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And she's like crossing her legs, and then it mm-hmm. becomes obvious. Yeah. We're not. See, we can do spy games. Exactly. <laughs> I think that what will happen here is if Joan is subtly revealing her anklet, uh, you see on Mary Joanne's face like a like a grin of like absolute pleasure come up because now she's going to imagine that the reason that you're sullen and so on is that nobody's really paying attention to you, but you're the real beauty here. Um, and she looks down at your anklet and says, uh, "Oh." What a beautiful little piece, and on such a beautiful little person as well. Truly, truly incredible. Where do they make these kinds of people, milady? Truly amazing. And I think if you're perceptive enough, you will see the lady's eyes narrow just a little bit as she understands yeah. the anklet. But yeah, that's I it. That's the only reaction yeah. you get. Vickers is watching the lady very carefully. Yeah. will smile coyly and answer. I find it's uh, generally much more interesting where people go than where they come from or where they have gone. Amazing. Yeah. And I think that uh, the lady, upon seeing this, will like say, the room, which is a clear sign for everybody to clear out because she con- she's, she's in command. Yeah. Um, and then she says, my dear Marie has obtained two minutes for you. You may speak at your leisure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so does the room clear of, of Marijan as well, or is she? I think Marijan is waiting for a signal from the lady. And mm-hmm. upon getting the signal, she will assume that the only person allowed to remain in the room is you, Vickers. Okay. Um, because, like, the room is what she says when she wants to be absolutely private with somebody. Mm. It's the same kind of signal she gave when it was going to be just her and Freya, right? Nobody else was allowed. Yeah, perfect. Well, then I'm leaving Joan to take care of Mary Joan. I'm sure that will go great. Yes. You seem to be also Augustus Khan. Uh-huh. Um, he is not competent at flirting, but that's fine. He he's not competent at flirting, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think like what will happen is uh, as you get taken away, Joan, uh, Mary Joan will say, um, "Is it true?" That, that your cult turns into snakes? And like, this is the kind of thing that like, you know, randos will hear about cults, right? So like, you just, like, I, I'm just curious about like, as we, we, we see you leave the room, what your uh, expression is like as you hear her say this. I think it's like the, the expression of like a child who has been caught stealing a candy. followed followed by a quick denial as as of course this is a this is a complete uh misunderstanding of the faith and making it far too literal i think she says oh you must tell me more and augustus khan is trying very hard to escape and she doesn't let him she knows he's a fake there is no way he can leave and it is so much funnier if he has to watch the two of you flirt (laughs) <laughs> um, so, yeah, you have two minutes, uh, yeah. Vickers, with yeah. the lady, and she's not going to say a word. Oh, 
Uh, I think as soon as the uh, the room clears out, Vickers will. And I think I'm leaning into the the fascination here angle. Like you know, the lady actually probably doesn't encounter people like Vickers very much. The moment it clears out, she will drop the pretense. She will set down her teacup, and she will just accept. You know that we have two minutes, and mm -hmm. uh, says very quickly. Freya recently revealed to us that. She has been investigating a local crime boss known as Munna. Now, I know you were the last person to see her. I don't think you're involved with this person, but if you are, I'm afraid things are going to come to blows between us. So at this moment, since you're the last person to have seen her, you can help us. You're either with us or against us. I would like to know which one, please. Wow. Uh, and I think she says, um, that bought you another 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. It's not whether I'm with you. It's whether you're with us. I've known Freya a lot longer. I care about her much more than usual. That makes a lot of sense. Now, I know you care about her. I do hope she's told you where the people who got her out of Kingfisher Grosso. My husband did that, in fact. And uh, now it seems we need to get her out of trouble again. And, well, it seems our interests align. She's a very dear girl, and I would hate to see anything awful happen to her. And so I thought perhaps we could work together. I think this is where you roll. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think there is a risk here. I think this is, this is your gathering for roll, right? Like, it's mm -hmm. like a fortune roll to see how much she will tell you. But I think that, like, this is just about, like, she's very cagey. Like, she, she's not the kind of person who, like, is vulnerable in public ever. And certainly yeah. not to someone that she, like, has never met, right? So, like, I know. we'll uh, this see. Is, this is, I think, in part by the fascination, because I don't think she's used to people speaking this directly to her, right? Yeah, so, no, she's not. I think this yeah. is why it kind of vickers pops a bit in her mind. So what's my position in effect? I think it's consort, once again. Yeah. I don't think I'm swaying, because I'm not really trying to persuade her. I'm just trying to prove myself trustworthy. No. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's you're in a controlled position, mm -hmm. and I think the only risk here is, is that she might alert someone else that someone else may also be looking for Freya, but I don't think that like this person, whoever she talks to about this, is not like your enemy necessarily. Mm -hmm. But like you may not be as dis discreet as you like. Yeah. But yeah, con a controlled standard. Controlled standard. Hmm. Yeah, I think you can get this information because that anklet was like quite powerful, right? Like, I mean, mm -hmm. she doesn't think Freya would have let that go unless something very bad had happened to her. So therefore, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. like she, she, like that, that gave you that. Otherwise, you'd only be at limited. Uh -huh. I wonder, is controlled standard good enough? Or should I change position to risky great? I think that, okay, let me put it like this. I think with standard effects, you would get some information. You would get a better picture of what's going on. With great effect, you will get something that only the lady knows, and she does know something. And you will mm -hmm. get that one thing. She will be willing to tell you that. You know what? That sounds cool. I will switch to risky great. And I think the reason why this is okay. risky is that... Uh, uh, yeah, I think Vickers will will just straight up say, I think, like, if you're that dear a friend of Freya, then you're that dear a friend of the temple, end of me. Ah. And, uh, yeah, Excellent. you know, we, we'll, we'll get entangled sure. with her somehow if there's a consequence here. Yeah, I think. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I think that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, I uh, don't have any real way to boost the dice, though, so it's just going to be risky great with no bonus dice, unless there is a Devil's Bargain, I suppose I can ask you. Let me think of a devil's bargain here that is interesting. Okay, so I think that we know that Freya is entangled with this demon that is coming into the present from the future, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think an, uh, an obvious devil's bargain here is that, like, this will interest 
the the devil from now. Like I was going to introduce it as part of the the school mm -hmm. and, and as part of the the engagement rule, but like you can kind of kickstart that and have that happen from now onwards. You know what? I will not take the devil's bargain just because I don't think Vickers is arcanely competent enough to attract the demon's attention. But, yeah. Like but, yeah. Uh, we have established this about her. She may have said, like, I will administer the blessings of whatever. But I mean, she's she's not good at religion. I don't think, I don't think oh, she could summon the demon even by accident. Uh huh. You, your sister and um, Veep, I heard, are, are the lady's next clients. Okay, now you're cooking with gas. I will take that because <laughs> yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm just going to write this good. down. The devil's market gives me a six. <laughs> Excellent. So, a four and five and a six. Yeah, so I guess um, with a six we don't gonna... owe the lady anything. She just realized that like, yep, we are genuinely intending to help Freya and that's more us doing her a favor than her doing us a favor, right? So Yeah. Okay, cool. I think yeah, I think what she does is that she um tilts her head and she says, You know, you've really done a number on your sister. My my <laughs> I think Victor's looking yeah. very confused. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Um, and then she says, you are right that you helped Freya when I could not. And for that, and only that, I will tell you where she is. She works for, she works for a man who is very dangerous. A man whom, whose name I will not speak here because you should already know him. But that is not why she is working for him. Tell me, do you know the Lord Scarlock? Seventh of that name? Okay, now we need to establish what people in Duskfall know about Lord Scarlock, yeah, I guess. Exactly. He's kind of an urban legend in yep. in Duskfall. Yeah, I think uh, I think Vickers... Uh, I know she has been educated in, in these yeah. matters. So yes, I think she will uh, very confidently say like, Oh yes, I'm familiar with the family. I understand they've fallen on hard times for a few generations. <laughs> Because, <laughs> I mean, in Duskfall, for context, Lord Scurlock lives in what appears to be like an abandoned, overgrown mansion and is basically just an urban legend. And I think the yep. funniest possible interpretation for Vickers is pity. Like, oh no, this poor yeah. family, they're so... <laughs> they don't come out in public because they're so ashamed of yeah. not having any money. Obviously, that's yeah. what I would do if I lived in a that yeah. manner. Yeah. She has no idea yeah. about this reputation for like power behind the throne, shadowy conspiracies. She just thinks they're yeah. a family fault on hard times. Yep. Uh -huh. um, so she says, more than you know. Well, uh, Lord Scarlock, um, with whom I can boast some personal acquaintance, is arriving in Uduwasha to do business with the aforementioned person. And my friend and yours is key to that business. Oh, dear me. Well, someone of that character and reputation should be easy enough to find. I have been given assurances that she will not be unduly harmed. And then she's going to lean in and look at you and say, do not interfere with this. If it turns out that Freya is harmed and you, the reason was because you blundered into a situation, I will not forgive you. And neither will Uduasha. I think Vickers will take this, like understand this perfectly, right? And uh, yeah. I think she will actually ask, like, do you find it likely that if we don't interfere, she will not come to any harm? And it's an earnest question. I yeah, think yeah absolutely. She... Yeah. So I think like she, um, 
it is very hard to tell whether she's being genuine or not. And she's not going to put that like armor down for you. Um, oh. But she will say, um, I have been given assurances. And the person who gave me those assurances knows what I would do were they to be broken. I intervened on Freya's behalf. Something that you're finally getting around to, I see. And then I think she will just say, um, Uduasha is a place where certain rituals become much more powerful and much less complicated. My straightforward question here is, and I know Vickers can't like read her, but my straightforward no, question sure. is just asking her, just does she want us to rescue Freya? Yeah. So I think that like um, she is in a position now where it seems like um, she knows Freya is very in, in a, like a very dangerous position. There's no doubt. And she can't guarantee anything. She's tried to intervene, intervene with Munna. And Munna's been like, I caught her sneaking into my house or whatever it is. Like, yeah. you know, but I think so she is basically like, I'm doing everything that I can. And I have no doubt that like Munna's the kind of person who will pick anything and use that as an excuse for why everything went wrong. Yeah. Right. So she's like, if you turn up, then I have no doubt that like when things go wrong, he'll point at you and be like, well, obviously these people blundered in and then. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. But it also means that if anything else goes wrong, like if, for example, Freya tries to break out on her own, which she definitely will. Yes. Then he will also use that as an excuse. So I think we have an understanding. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, yeah, you yeah. know, if she's asking us to take the heat, fine. I am perfectly fine with taking yeah. the heat. What Vickers was yeah. not willing to do was risk Freya's life unnecessarily. But it doesn't sound like it's yeah. unnecessary. So No, it's not unnecessary. And to some extent, it is that, like, it's already at max risk. You can't be yeah. at more risk. Yep. You know. Okay, um, excellent. Then uh, I will, uh, I think Vickers will just nod and uh, look at the clock and be like, yep, our time is up. <laughs> yeah. And I think Lady will say, come in without an appointment again. And you will not enjoy it. And she will say, I think, like, you can tell marriage when I said so. Uh-huh. Oh, right. I shall forward the message, Vicky says. And I don't think she even registers to her that, she, that no, that was yeah. a threat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, spy games yeah. are hard. I mean, yeah, they literally are very hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, right. And I think, like, um, there is some ritual that Skylark wants to do with, like, an arcane artifact that you were previously involved in. And it just struck me that like, Freya was intimately involved with that artifact, with that crown that you pawned. Yeah. So obviously, it would be even more useful if you had both Freya and that crown for whatever ritual, you know, he's yeah. doing. Yeah, um, totally fair. So, yeah. I'm done here with the scene. I would like, I know that this scene has been long, but I would like to see how Joan handles Marijuana. So, last time I saw you, you were swaggering at street urchins. But now you're here. Ah, you know, look, the job's the job, and you got to do the job. Um, but it's no life for someone used to action, you know? Imperial Quarter, this train station, that mm -hmm. um, tea house that you got to look after. No, what is the point of life is this. And then she kind of, like, you know, motions to the chipped cup where, you know, like, it is a spy bar, right? Like, there are people playing chess, you know, definitely three clandestine handovers happening at once. At least one person is a honeypot, um, if not many more than one. And she says, um, yeah, look, you have, 
You have to be involved. You have to enjoy things. Of course. Can't just wander around, uh, not knowing. Keep an eye out. For the lady, I presume. You two seem to have a, a close understanding. I think you see her, like, blush just a little bit, and she says, Oh, uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't, uh, not the lady. And, like, people, like, it's, it's a bit presumptuous, right, to say, it's A, presumptuous, and B, and B very cliche, uh, to say, oh, you know, I would do anything for her. And I think instead she says, no, I mean, <laughs> look, you know, we, we're fine. Um, it's more that, it's more like, you know, uh, the kind of people who come here, Ash Cluster itself, there's, there's things like, you know, going on. The ladies, uh, different matter altogether. And I think she will leak to you. She will say, um, in fact, uh, I think her next appointment is with um, Eliza, so what's her name? Eliza Doolittle? Eliza, Eliza Windsor? No, 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 Eliza Ashcroft. Yeah. Is that so? No, she has many connections then. Is it true that she has some sort of protege? Oh, I, you know, we've been warned not to talk about it, which of course only makes everybody talk about it more, but okay. she does. Um, you know, young little scrap of a girl, uh, turned up half, half to having been missing, apparently got like sucked into some cult. I'd n I've never seen the lazy lady do this for anybody. She just, you know, made it clear. No one was to touch her. And, you know, we haven't. I wonder what she's up to, actually. Oh, my, that might be a connection. I think if you want to get in with the lady, that somebody has broken the rule. Oh. And that person who has broken the rule probably sent some people here maybe to make contact maybe <clears throat> to keep an eye on that protege's contacts herself i'd be i'd be quite interested in who that is if ever you your eyes were that sharp yeah um i don't think you need to roll to convince her mm -hmm. um i think she will do this uh because she i mean like this is exactly the approach that will work but like everybody else is also paying attention. So like if you want to make like if, if you want this to be something that everyone in this room is going to be like, oh, I see. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily all of them are on the lady's side. Right. Some of them are like someone fucked with the lady and got away with it. Maybe that's weak. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but like if you don't mind everyone in the room kind of being aware, then, yeah, I think like that can absolutely happen. And I think she she's definitely like. Oh, we've not, we haven't been, hmm, I'll keep an eye out. Oh, that's dangerous. Oh, that's the best. And you can definitely see, yeah, danger is what, like, she enjoys. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about this. Do I want to kind of do damage control on other people knowing it? I think that's probably the safe option. So I'm going to append, but I don't think it will work out. Uh, after all, nobody messes with the lady. It's probably just there's so many apocryphal story. And I kind of want to try and use my voice of authority to make mm -hmm. that seem like, oh yeah, of course that's true. Of course that's just the case to everyone yeah. but her. Interesting. 
Yeah. Everyone but, okay. but uh, Marijuana. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a role. Um, yeah. And I think the risk here is that is this is the this is the first time you've used the. Yeah, this is the first time you used this this ability, right? Like the. Uh, I've used it once before. Uh, okay. At the, the meeting. Oh, at the meeting. Yes, of like course. The, but at the meeting, you were in an. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first time I've used it in the real world. Yes, indeed. Okay, cool. So I think that I'm going to start a clock, and this is going to be like linked to your Joan understands her devouring nature clock, and it's going to be, oh man. I think it is going to be uh, something to do with like the, the influence of the god, like mm -hmm. being something that you don't fully like understand anymore, or like you haven't yet, right? So like if this clock finishes before that clock finishes, it will be very bad. Yeah. Um, if it finishes after, it may just be like new insight, right? But I am gonna call it. Unfortunately, my brain is saying I'm at soup, which is unacceptable. So I'm just gonna like for now call it. The Kingfisher clock, and then I'll think of a better name for it later. Like, is it like tampering with things you don't understand, basically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's the risk here, mm -hmm. and I have a, like it's not I've not ticked it at all yet, but like it's a it, it you know I could be so yeah. So so what level of risk should I should I be? I think it's just risky. I think it's mm -hmm. um. This is actually quite an important clock. So let's say it's risky, but it's only one tick at risky. Okay, so let's see. This ability is an automatic push. Uh, I think yes. the role will obviously be swayed. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, is there any any devil's bargain to me? Is there is there an interesting devil's bargain to my attempt to keep this information kind of secret, to convince other people to disregard it, other than the person I actually want to follow up on it? Augustus Khan will also not disregard it. And that's a terrible idea, because you don't know who he's going to tell. I'll take. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Terrib he's there. He's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Ter terrible ideas are the best. Uh, yeah. So, two bonus dice, uh, three dice total, sway five. Nice. Okay. So you say this, and the unnatural way, like for a second, your voice is layered. I think, right? With like. Uh, a sibilant, susurrating kind of sound. And as a result, everyone who hears you, apart from Augustus and Marijuan, are immediately like, oh yeah, of course, there's nothing happening, whatever. And I think Marijuan instead is able to disregard it. And she's like, like wondering, but both she and Augustus Khan, I think, kind of noticed that something just happened, like a shiver like goes through them. And Augustus Khan, terrified, but still like, you know, he's part of the team. He's been through the training. He's a roof bowler. He says, uh, oh, what was that? Are you, did you just do something arcane? And like he pitches this low enough that nobody can hear it, because if you said it out loud, it would literally defeat your success. Um, but like he kind of like whispers this, being like, "Oh my god, like did something happen?" I, I'm sure there's a lot of arcane things happening in a place like this. I'd expect uh, yeah. this to be back be back by now, anyway. Yeah, I think this is the moment she comes back. 
Um, and Augustus just kind of like shivers and is like, okay, maybe, you know, someone just walked over my grave. And he does have a real grave because he's planning on faking his death as Morrison. So when that happens, um, he will have a grave, but until then. Great. So I think both of you exit. Sorry, um, Avik, as you leave, you see the bar unnaturally. Not, not that you know this is unnatural. But the bar is kind of like very um, not interested in what, like the conversation that Joan is having. Just kind of like a little like hustle, like a little trade craft going on. And I think you can see that Augustus Khan seems a bit disturbed, but then mm -hmm. he always does. So, you know, not a big deal. Yeah, no, I don't think I will notice. This went well. Everything is fine. <laughs> yes, everything is okay. Don't don't worry about it. Uh huh. So, <clears throat> is it fair to say that we know that we can like now intercept Lord Skurlock's meeting with this information? One hundred percent. You do you don't to... know yet where the meeting is, but you know that like the meeting itself is about something like this, right? Yeah, and and we know Skurlock's arrival is like public, I guess. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Skarlock himself arriving, absolutely. Not, not difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So then presumably we can like scout out his hotel or whatever. Oh, yes, you can. Yeah. yeah and I know why anyway, he stays here. Uh, yeah. From one bar to another, we have a meeting with a lawyer. <laughs> uh, are you meeting him at the kebab sauna, uh, no, Minas? We invited him to the temple. Oh, you invited him. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ever since he was um, introduced in the kebab sauna, I'm imagining it's one of Hardil's like really weird traits is that he's just super comfortable with with being naked and it's just like yeah. he's the serious yeah. polished man. But yeah, he just like hangs out in the sauna without clothes, but with his briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we yeah. need to get. I feel like we need to get Skurlock into the kebab sauna. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I I wonder yeah. if vampires. Well. Vampires are vulnerable to garlic, right? I'm sure they put plenty of garlic in the kebab sauna <laughs> <laughs> for, yeah. for that even better smell. Yeah, absolutely. And so blows out our brief candle. I named the disciples of the ceaseless temple thus, with both their given names and taken. Saumitri called tree. Zoheb called Klau. Prince. Emma and Adyat called Soap. Intro music Jalandahar by Kevin McLeod. Outro music in Kiravani Ragam by Yusri Nivas. Blades in the Dark by John Harper and Evil Hat Productions. Iruvian Playbooks by Johnstone Metzger. Follow us at Desperate Attune on Twitter or email us at desperateattune at gmail.com Support us at ko-fi.com slash desperateattune this point, Mira's, uh, Mira's suddenly slumps forward and his forehead bangs against the table. Ah, excellent. <laughs> <laughs>
there was this moment when Hardil wiped his glasses, where he was briefly mm. suddenly distracted and he kind of like spaced out as he was thinking about uh, inventing essentially the equivalent of windshield wipers for glasses. And, <laughs> okay. And he never managed to come back from that thought. In fact, he's still thinking about it. Uh, but now mm-hmm. someone else is. Uh, he's doing now. his thinking. Yeah. 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 So he's off thinking. He's off doing the schematics. Well, suddenly his head falls down and then gets back up again. And there's this steely-eyed look in his eyes, and a smile. And then he leans forward and says, "Hardil, tell us where Freya is." <laughs> <laughs> 